welcome back to Your Family Blueprint, week two. Hope you had a great time listening to week one, and hope you took the challenge seriously um, with your family. But um, we're going to like piggyback on to what we kind of talked about last week about parents being so important, being vital, crucial for their family's trajectory and their spiritual walk and spiritual development um, of their kids, the next generation, but also just the family unit in itself. And when you think about the next generation, the heart is very important. When you um, really understand the heartbeat of your child, of your grandchild, of the next generation, we have to really see that it's, um, it's crucial to make that heart connection. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But the Eastern way of thinking would be understanding that it's like the physical heart. They would respond well to saying it's the heart and like to visualize that as the beating organ inside of our body, how crucial, how vital it is because it's, it's something that um, is connected to everything else inside of, our, um, inside of our body. But, you know, a Western mindset would think, you know, the heart as, a, as their mind, what they think about, what they connect with, you know, with their thinking, with their rational, you know, thought process, you know, just stuff like that. So we, we see that both sides of the spectrum, that the heart is very important, and we see that all throughout Scripture. But parents are given the ultimate job in protecting the heart and establishing a heart connection with, with, their, with, their, with their kids, with, um, with the people God's given them to steward, you know, when you think about that. So while I was in seminary, it was, um, it was like a little bit like midpoint of my seminary time. I was able to take a class by Richard Ross, and he's like one of the leading family ministry um, guys in the nation, but also in the globe. He's been around, I, I don't know, I mean, just most of our states in the United States, um, talking to parents, talking to student leaders, kids leaders, just um, church leaders, volunteers about the impact that they need to have in, you know, the next generation. But he's, he spent some time on heart connections, which really... Um, connected with me because, you know, I was a new parent at the time, and I knew that, you know, my child is going to grow up really fast, and, uh, you know, how I disciple them, how I, um, you know, guard their heart is very important, and he said, hey, your, your child has a heart, and um, you need to be connected with that, so I'm like, okay, this is important, and he reiterated it so often that it just really was just, um, just, concreted into my brain into my heart saying this is a non-negotiable in my life so he impressed that so much on my life and um he said that that pipeline to their hearts valuable and it's crucial you can't let that go because someone else is going to have that pipeline if you let it go and he says this right here and it made sense kids have an emotional gas tank so if you think about the next generation your child your grandchild you know niece nephew whoever it might be they have an emotional gas tank and when you think about this, kids are drainers. They drain it out. I mean, it, it's drained. But the parent's job is to be fuelers. They're supposed to fuel it. They're supposed to, you know, do what it takes, do what matters each and every day to fuel and to fill that gas tank back up. So we have to be connected with our kids. We have to be connected with the next generation. So we have to guard their heart like it's the end of the world, like it's the most important thing because we know that their heart's gonna be connected to something. So imagine like you take a piece of PVC pipe, you cut it into like a 12 foot section, you put it on your heart and then you connect it to them and you, you match it up to theirs. There's a pipeline, there's something connecting between you and their you and theirs, their heart. So it, it's so important to, to have that pipeline because if you think about it, it if they have, they have a pipeline, it's, it's, 
it's either connected to you, it's connected to someone else, it's connected to something. So if, if nothing's connected to it, it, it's going to be searching for something to give it some validation, to give it something of worthwhile because they're drained and they need to be fueled. And our job is to stay connected with it like it's super um, embedded into concrete. Like nothing can take it out. It's like the most, most strong material that's just surrounding that um, pipeline because we want to stay connected with the next generation, especially our kids. We don't want them to um, fall off the path. We don't want them to uh, choose a different path than Christ. I mean, we, we would all say that. So we have to connect them, connect with them with that pipeline. Proverbs 4.23, and it's a great verse to, um, to memorize and just to always have in, our, um, in the forefront of our mind because it's so powerful. It says, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the springs of life. So, you know, another translation would say, guard your heart with, with all vigilance. So guard it. I mean, think about what our kids are dealing with today, what the next generation is dealing with. They're, they're being um, grabbed from different areas, you know, with the digital age, with the technology that we have with the internet, they're introduced to so many things earlier in their lives than ever before. I mean, think about my own personal life. I'm 34 years old. And, you know, for the first bit of my life, we didn't have the internet. I remember in high school, writing one of my last papers, and you had to go to the library and get a, a book. You know, you had to use the, the system to rent the, the book so that you can um, go home and do your report. So it's different. Now they have these uh, avenues to go um, look up information to see what maybe connect with them. But we have to guard it because they're impressionable and their life's trajectory can change in a second if we're not, you know, guarding what they see, guarding what they do, who they're influenced by, who they're connected with, because we know that, um, the, that Satan's trying to still kill and destroy. We know he's going after our kids. He's going after the next generation like it's, um, <laughs> like it's his primary focus. So we have to guard their hearts and, you know, just um, prepare them for what's in the world. So if you think about this, we must do our part and grow their hearts. And Richard Ross would, would say these three things, and I, I know that this is credited to him, but it's so powerful. I wanted to share it in this podcast that our, our kids, our next generation needs this unfailing love. They need to feel that love from us so that when, you know, when they're walking in this world and they mess up or, you know, just maybe do something wrong, they feel the love. You know, yeah, we have consequences and different things, but we got to love them. They need to feel the love from the parent, and the only way that they can feel that love is with their heart connected to us. They must know that they they are loved by their parents, by their grandparents, by their guardian, whoever is the primary influencer in their life. I mean, I, I would pray that, you know, the influencer is a godly person, so that's a check for us as a parent, as a grandparent, as an aunt, uncle, as a guardian, as whoever that's an influencer, that our life must be aligned with Christ so that we can guide their life in the appropriate manner. So as we, um, as we see, we must give them unfailing love. And when you think about your little baby, this is how I have to think about it. Like go back to the day they were born and you, you see them for the first time and you're just like, man, that's my child. That's, that's who God has given me. And you just see the immense love coming from your just, um, your life, and you're just like, I'll never let anything bad happen to them. That's our goal. You know, that's what we say. I'm going to protect them. I'm going to give them that love. You know, and our kids need to hear I love you from 
from you often. You know, I, you know, I just tell Renee, she's like, I know, Dad, you love me. I'm like, I'm going to tell you as many times as I want to because I love you, Renee. I want you to know that I love you. And I show them that I love them by how I act and how that I interact with them. So we must show them that we love them. And uh, just a side note, um, in the world where um, young girls and even young boys seek to find romance or seek to find love in something else, mom, dad, whoever is influencer in their life, if you have a daughter and your dad, you need to show them what love looks like as a biblical man. Mom, as a son, you need to show them what a biblical mom looks like. So we need to show them the love that they um, see in the scriptures, but, but also that God gives so that we can, um, so they, they can experience that unfailing love. And um, number two, so unfailing love, the second thing is significance. Our kids need to know their identity um, and they need to know the significance they have. So make them feel significant. Oftentimes, people, kids are so depressed. I mean, I walked into a local school a year, about a year ago, and I saw just the, this painting on the wall. This painting showed this little girl in the middle, and she saw all the things that she was dealing with, you know, the depression, the anger, the, 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 the thoughts that she had. And I was thinking, like, we need to show that they have significance in this world, that they, are, they have a purpose. God designed them. They, he allowed them to be on this earth for a purpose, and they have significance. And then number three, um, our kids need security. Uh, they need to feel secure. And that's one thing as, uh, as parents, they need to feel secure. They need to have that sense of a security blanket around them saying that, hey, I know my parents, my grandparents, whoever is my guardian will, will protect me, will guide me, will guard me. So those three things are so important that we must show them unfailing love. We must show them significance. We, we must show them security. So. When you think about this, whoever has that heart connection has influence. So we must have that heart connection and point them to Christ. So I don't know about you today, but that's a, that's an, a, a powerful challenge that we must establish that heart connection if we don't. You know, um, I put it this way. Uh, you can see the heart connection. You can see the growth. You can see that, um, that foundation, that, the, the concrete being set in a heart connection when you have to discipline your child and it hurts you so bad. I mean, it is like the worst thing in the world that you have to discipline them. But they can see that you love them and you do it out of love. And the moment after the discipline, you just say, I love you. I mean, you, you, we had to deal with that. But, you know, you, you see the love and they say, yeah, I know you love me. And you can see that connection happen where it's so um, tied together like a like a rope that it just can't be unwound. So it's important that we just um, establish that connection and just keep it growing. So challenge, um, part one, monitor, monitor the tone of your heart connection with your kids. I think about Ephesians 4.32, and it says this, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So let that be the tone of your relationship. When we think about you know the relationships we have with our kids, uh, we can have a peaceful one or we can have a hostile one. So when you think about this, be, show kindness. Show kindness to them and they're, they're getting the example that they're going to have for their kids. So show kindness. Show uh, a time of uh, tenderheartedness. Show a time of patience, you know, through forgiving one another. And sometimes we have to work on that. And they get to see that. And then if you look at this, it says, as God in Christ forgave you. So we get the example clearly right there as God forgave us in 
Christ. So let that be the tone of the relationship. Um, number two, the more you know, activity-driven one is work on um, that daily, but um, find something you can do together with your children or your child. You know, whether it be a sport, board game, or walk, make sure to listen to them and communicate to strengthen that heart connection. So do something they enjoy or that's something y'all can enjoy, enjoy together. You know, my child and I, we like to build Legos. We love to play Uno. We love to play outside, you know, baseball, throwing the ball. You know, just something fun. You know, enjoy that connection. And uh, a conversation starter might look like this. You're just talking to your child saying, what's a good thing that happened today? And then what's a bad thing? And you get to really listen to them and see who they are and um, get to say, hey, I understand. And then you can open up and share from your life. So that connection's happening right there. So make sure to um, start this young. It's harder if you have to start it when they're older. So, you know, today, start your heart connection because that's, it matters. Take that um, influencer from someone else if it's a negative influence and allow it to be connected to you who can be the primary influencer and the person that points them to Jesus Christ. So I hope you're encouraged today as we are called to be the people to have a heart connection with our kids. And it's a powerful and it's a wonderful and it's a rewarding task. So um, we're praying for you and we'd love to connect with you. So feel free to just reach out in any way and um, look forward to seeing you in a future podcast.